0: Welcome to the Vineyard Church message of the week. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information on this podcast or other resources, go to vineyardlive.us. To learn more about us, go to thevineyardchurch.us. You know, I want to be one of the first to welcome you to the new year. You know, I find myself uh, approaching this new year with both excitement and a little trepidation. Usually with a new year, I find myself looking forward to the promises and the possibilities that a new year brings. But this last year has made me just a little more cautious about understanding what I think the new year is going to be. I mean, I can just go back to my old resolutions from last year. I mean, it's it's like a comedy reel, like looking at those resolutions, swing and a miss completely. It was like I came here to, you know, play baseball into the new year and a football game broke out. That's what happened, you know? So I, I was completely equipped with the wrong things to start this new year out, that's for sure. <laughs> not what I expected, for sure.
1: Yeah, if 2020 was a weather forecast, I would say it was stormy, cloudy. I mean, actually meatballs would not have surprised cloudy me. Cloudy with a chance of yeah. meatballs. Yeah. I don't even think
0: we'd be surprised at this, you know? we go right along with the murder hornets or yeah. something like that.
1: but full of fog. You know, sure, there were some days of sunshine, but I know for many, many people, those days were few and far between. Have you ever been driving during inclement weather? This year, we drove through some incredible storms. The type of storm where you, you know, have the windshield wipers on full blast and and you turn your podcast off and you, you know, you white knuckle on the steering wheel. You lean forward to try to concentrate. I mean, these storms were super in That tense. was me leaning forward. Yes, that was you I leaning forward, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, when there is bad weather, it is hard to see. Mm-hmm. Our vision can be obstructed during stormy seasons. Yeah. And you know, it can be so tempting when you're driving in the car like that, you, you can want to like stop or pull over, you can want to stop under an overpass. Mm-hmm. But years ago, my dad gave me the advice that if I ever am in a really bad storm, to keep driving. Yep. Now you might, might have to slow down, but usually you are gonna drive out of the storm. And, and in so many ways, that is what this year has felt like, mm-hmm. that it's been stormy. It's been hard to see things perfectly clearly, but we as a church have continued to drive, mm-hmm. albeit a little bit slower, okay. well, um, through this season. What we've discovered is that, while circumstances can affect your ability to see they don't have to derail your vision. In fact, what we discovered was that if we allowed the Holy Spirit, He actually wanted to use mm-hmm. this season Absolutely. to help us clarify the vision for this house. And so we're really excited to be able to share our hearts with you all today and share what we feel like the Father is saying.
0: Yeah, well, let's just pray as we get started today. Yeah. So Father, I thank you for your presence here today, that wherever we're, we're at, wherever we're listening from, God, you're there, you're here, you're connecting. We thank you for that. Thank you for the ways you wanna reveal what you're teaching us today. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Well, our church has a really rich history it it with really vision. Does. You know, I'm so grateful for my parents, our founding pastors, Happy and Diane Lehman, and the people who have come before us who have made this house what it truly is. When I became a mother 12 and a half years ago, I remember going to my mother mm-hmm. and saying, I had no idea what you had done for me all those <laughs> None, years. I had and, no idea. Yeah, my love and appreciation for my mother grew exponentially um, when I became a mother. And the same thing has happened to us as yeah. we've stepped into this role of senior leadership. Our respect and love for my parents has just grown deeper and yeah. deeper. And for the many of you, the men and women who partnered along for many years for making this house what it is. And for years, this church has been led with strong mm-hmm. visionary leadership. Yeah. You know, every church's biblical mission should be the same. To share the good news of Jesus, to baptize, to teach and to disciple. It's the Great Commission. But the vision is the unique thing that God gives to each individual church mm-hmm. and so as in during the season as we've been reflecting we kind of took a trip down memory lane and we were looking back at some of the statements we've used some of the vision language yeah. and we had a lot of fun didn't we really fun. yeah well if you've been around a long time you know that years ago we used to say the saying come as you are you'll be loved and that was slapped across
0: bumper stickers do you remember bumper stickers? I, I know bumper stickers. <laughs> I, I don't do bumper stickers, but I know the bumper stickers. Okay,
1: so, what you need sure. to know about Mike? Fun fact: He is a vehicle guy, and
0: uh, I, I like it clean.
1: You do. So you do. I,
0: I, but I like the phrase. I like. I the do like a lot. the it's phrase a great too.
1: Phrase. Other vision language that that we used um, that we're a community of hope. Yeah. Such such powerful really um, language there that we want to experience and extend the truth, love, and power of Jesus here near. And far away and then, of course we had the vision of 10 10 10. this was when we felt the call to plant 10 churches plant 10 multi-sites and release 10 missionaries over a 10-year period Mm -hmm. and then in the most recent years we've been talking about changing the world with jesus
0: yeah well and as we look both back and forward we know this is not our final hour This is Our Finest Hour. And in fact, happened I just gave a message about this titled Our Finest Hour just Mm -hmm. last weekend. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that, I encourage you, go find it on our website or our YouTube channel. Uh, It's a great message. I really encourage you. You know, we've also had some really great verses that have been part of leading and guiding our Mm -hmm. church, some really key verses, uh, one of those being Matthew 6.33. And it says this, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, Mm -hmm. and all these things will be added to you. Now, we've, we've learned what it means to be kingdom people, yeah. and, and we've been learning what it mm-hmm. means to live out this, uh, our identity in Christ and this righteousness that Jesus so freely gives mm-hmm. through his grace. It's just been awesome to do. And then another great verse has been John fourteen twelve, yeah. and this one's been really important. And this is actually Jesus speaking. So as, as you're hearing this, this is Jesus, he says, I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father.
1: I mean, this is just astounding.
0: It it really is. I mean, this is
1: Jesus speaking to us, telling us that we're gonna do the same and greater works as him. I mean, when we actually stop and like, look at the Bible and see the works he did, heal the sick, mm -hmm. set the captives free, raise the dead. This is the call that's on our house to be able to mm-hmm. do the same and greater works as Jesus.
0: It, it is astounding. And if you've ever heard us use that that classic Vineyard phrase, everybody gets to play. Mm-hmm. Well, this, this is where it comes from. Everybody gets to do mm-hmm. the same and greater works as yeah. Jesus. And it's astounding that we do get to do what, Je- not just what Jesus did, but he says, we get to do even greater yeah. works. It's yeah. just awesome.
1: Well, for the last two years, God has really been taking us on a journey of clarifying our vision. <clears throat> And when you succeed very successful pastors uh, who have great, uh, great vision and lots of fruit, we're not going to lie, it can be a little intimidating. And that's why we're so grateful mm-hmm. that we don't do it alone. Yes. And we began to receive a few prophetic words um, that indicated that we were going to go through something major. Now, we had no idea it was going to be a pandemic, no. um, but these These prophetic words, they spoke of a rewiring, a renovation for the new vision that God was calling us to. And we had this growing sense that something new was about to happen. I mean, we even named our More Love, More Power conference, All Things New. And honestly, the anticipation, we remember telling the team, like the anticipation for what God was gonna do was palpable. And then COVID.
0: Right. You know that we learned some new words this, novel coronavirus, yeah. right? That, novel meaning new, and... <laughs> wasn't what we had in mind. New was not at all what we had in mind when we named that conference. And, you know, we, we, you, when you're processing a year like this, mm-hmm. a year that's been so full of deep challenges and uh, difficult journeys for so many, it can be tough. Some of us, we wanna just kinda forget everything that happened, bury it, just forget all the things we had to walk through and just move on. Mm-hmm. And of course, when we look at the whole of this last year, it's easy to write it off mm-hmm. as just, you know, a loss. Mm-hmm. It's all over. But when we look a little closer, we see that, you know what, God works even in the midst of chaos. So there was, there was a bittersweetness that actually was found in this year. Many actually found uh, joy as they found mm-hmm. new rhythms mm-hmm. to their life, as much of the extra busyness that they had before was cut away. Mm -hmm. And it's just incredible how how changing some of those things, they actually found joy. And then some people actually fell in love and got married in in this season, you know? They're gonna have some stories to tell those grandkids, right, hey, we got married in the midst of a global pandemic. You can look in the history books, that's when we got married. In fact,
1: Jim and Lori Plank's son got married during the pandemic.
0: Congratulations to all (laughs) who actually did that and pulled it off, Uh, you know, it's quite amazing. And then there were some who found new jobs, they started new career paths, new paths in school. You know, families found connections in new ways. I know this happened with us. New ways and in ways that they had never experienced before, ways to connect that were just different. There were pockets of joy buried in the middle of this year that history will mostly remember for its tragedy. Mm -hmm. And I'm not dismissing any of the very real challenges and sadness that people have had to walk through Mm -hmm. in this year. But I simply want to point out, that there's always more than meets the eye when we view and look at our circumstances the way that God sees them. You know, it's, it's sometimes hard to admit as, as followers of Jesus that we can go for hours, for days, even longer, and not be aware of his presence. Mm. You know, I think many of us may have not even felt close to God in months. We feel dry, we feel disconnected. But, you know, God often views how he intersects with our lives a little differently than we do. So he's a God of encounter and he's always looking to encounter our lives in real and tangible ways mm-hmm. from the deepest valleys mm-hmm. to the highest peaks. See, God's not, he's not just up there in heaven, he's, he's right here with us in our lives. Mm-hmm. and That's where he loves to be.
1: Yeah, and we learned that we can encounter God's presence in so many different mm-hmm. ways. Whether we were alone, whether we were together, whether we were online or outdoors, yeah. or indoors. You know, we we were able to meet with him and he was ready to meet with us. And despite many distractions, we kept our attention on God and his presence was encountering our circumstance. Mm-hmm. And during this season, he began to help us clarify um, who we really are and what we have to give away. And so I want us to turn now to Proverbs 29, 18, and I'm gonna read from the Passion Translation. This is what it says. When when there is no clear prophetic vision, people quickly wander astray. But when you follow the revelation of the word, heaven's bliss fills your soul.
0: Ooh.
1: You know, we've always had this deep value for the prophetic, which is yeah. simply God's heart and direction for us. As we looked back at the words that God had, had given to us, we noticed this theme uh, that was centered around the presence, yep. that we gather mm-hmm. around the presence, that, that we live around the presence, that we encounter Him around the presence. You know, it's Jesus' finished work that pulls us together. And then it's His Holy Spirit that unites our hearts with one another. And over and over again, we keep hearing the same story of, of people telling us that it's the presence of God that draws them to this family. You know, we experience the presence of God through real and tangible encounters with the Spirit of the Living God,
0: right? And, and what is an encounter? That's and, a good question. You know, we when we think of encounter, we we're, we're looking at an event or an experience that brings us face to face with God, mm. right? And, and these can be ordinary or they can be extraordinary. Yeah. You know, they can they can sweep us off our feet, literally yeah. sometimes, <laughs> with the power and presence of God, or you know, maybe you've experienced a powerful prophetic word that has just totally changed the direction of your life. Those, those things are extraordinary when God moves in those ways. But they can also be really ordinary moments yeah, as totally. well, where we see God connect with us in naturally supernatural ways. Sometimes it's, it's peace beyond the natural when parenting gets really hard. I mean, if, maybe sometimes it gets really hard for us a lot you know your kids are being tough or maybe it's just simply like receiving a simple word of encouragement mm-hmm. when your day has just been incredibly tough mm-hmm. so hard but it's it's this awareness that god is here in this moment mm-hmm. bringing his supernatural presence into our the, the circumstances of my life and others
1: mm-hmm.
0: see we can we can encounter god in messy in mundane and miraculous ways yeah and we actually believe that the Father is inviting us. Yeah,
1: this into is exciting.
0: everyday encounters in 2021. Everyday encounter. These encounters happen everyday in our yeah. everyday. You know, God is calling us. Yeah. He's actually, it's not just we want this, but right. we feel God is actually calling us yeah. to be a people of everyday encounter. Mm -hmm. We're a house that is committed to the supernatural breaking through into everyday life, transforming our lives, our families, our neighborhoods, our communities. Mm -hmm. We want people, men and women, youth, our kids, to know that they are loved by the Father, that they have a brand new identity in Christ, that they have a destiny in the Holy Spirit. See, we are a naturally supernatural people.
1: Yeah, what I love about our relationship with Jesus is it's so much more than just an hour
0: mm-hmm.
1: during a service. Yeah. You know, it's so much more than that. There's 167 other hours yeah. in a week. And what we really feel the Father saying is that this is an invitation. Do you want more? Do you wanna do the same in greater mm-hmm. works? then it's going to come through these everyday encounters. Yeah. And so I want to take a little bit of time. But what, what does that mean? You know, we believe that Jesus wants to do life with us in 2021. He wants to live intimately with us. And this is going to happen through personal encounters. Maybe when you're by yourself or, or with a neighbor or or with your with your family, mm-hmm. you know, maybe while you're reading a good book or enjo- enjoying a glass of wine. Yeah. yeah, Jesus wants to meet with us. He wants us to have an experience with him face-to-face. So good. Isn't that such a beautiful picture? I love that. You know, it's <laughs> our kids love to FaceTime or video chat. They're kind All of obsessed with it. And it's really interesting, these younger generations, they love to FaceTime not for just a short amount of time, but for hours. Yeah. And sometimes they'll show their faces, but a lot of times they'll just put it down and it's like this source of connection yeah. between them and their friends as they're gaming, as they're doing chores, yeah. as they're watching just a Just knowing
0: they're connected to those friends or cousins is enough. Yeah.
1: It's that face-to-face experience. And I heard the Holy Spirit say this, in 2021, Jesus wants to face time with us. He wants us to waste time with him face to face, allowing him, his spirit to fill us, mm-hmm. to, to, to give us fruit mm-hmm. and to change us. Yeah. yeah, I love what Psalm 1611 says. It says this, for you bring me a continual revelation of resurrection life, mm-hmm. the path to the bliss that brings me face to face with you. Isn't that beautiful language? Jesus wants to bring us a continual revelation of the resurrection life that we now get to live, that we're empowered by his spirit, living that encounter life, everyday encounter.
0: And these encounters, they go beyond just ourselves. See, we wanna experience and extend the truth, love, and power of Jesus Mm -hmm. through spirit mm-hmm. into the rest of the world, yeah. right? And so, what is what does God does in you, right? Because yeah. we're talking about this thing he's doing in us. Yeah. What God does in you, he wants to do yeah. through you.
1: Yeah, what we experience, and, we extend.
0: Yes, that's yeah. exactly what, what we're talking about here, that God doesn't just move in us so that it's just for us, yeah. he moves in us for other people as well. And and we believe that the world is waiting on an encounter with God, mm. it's so good. So. Are we willing to partner? Mm-hmm. Is the question that we're asking. He, he wants to extend his presence to us every day yeah. around us in our everyday. Your family, your kids, you know, your friends, your neighbors, mm-hmm. your coworkers. You know, we may be the only Bible yeah. that someone ever reads,
1: mm.
0: the only Jesus that someone ever sees, or maybe the only experience of the kingdom that anyone ever has. Everyday encounters are about allowing ourselves to be interruptible. Mm-hmm. So we we invite this encounter into our lives. It's an intentional yeah. thing. Like it doesn't just yeah. passively. And happen. we're gonna we talk to way happen.
1: more about this. Absolutely. We're yeah. gonna get so
0: much more into this. So good. But you can begin by asking questions like, hey Holy Spirit, what are you doing today? Yeah. Or how can I pray for you? Can right I pray now? for you? Yeah. Or, can I pray for you right now? You know, think of the stories that we'll be able to tell from this year. Stories of everyday encounter. Mm-hmm. The people who will come to know Jesus who didn't know him before. People who will be excited and solid and alive in their faith and identity. People who experience healing and hope Mm -hmm. in every dimension of their lives.
1: We are people of everyday encounter. Mm -hmm. And we believe that the Holy Spirit is saying, come, be, receive from me so that you can give to the world around you. Mm -hmm. Jesus is wanting to up our awareness of His work, of His presence, of His power as we engage this year and say yes to everyday encounters.
2: Wow, so good. And such a great reminder. You know, as we work through this this past year and through this whole vision, we've been talking about this for probably three months of like, where, is our, where are we headed? What's the vision that God's called us to? It became increasingly apparent to us as we had conversation. I'm ringing a little bit. Um, As we began having conversation with each other, that really God's presence is everything. So, like, we talk about that in church, but the reality is you can show up for a great church service, but if you don't encounter God's presence while you're here, then you just kind of showed up for something and you're just going to go home, and it's not going to make any difference in your week. And so, as you encounter God's presence... It allows you to be filled, which allows you then to extend God's presence to those around you. And so, as we've talked through this this morning, as you've heard it, I just want to give you a couple encouraging words I think that might be helpful as we look at this, is that we want to experience God, that's true, but we also want to extend. It's a both-and kind of thing. It's not one thing or the other, it's both-and, because we want the world to know Jesus, right? And if we want the world to know Jesus, then as we encounter the Holy Spirit and He comes and fills us up, which is an ongoing process in us, because as we give it away, we continue to be refilled. So if you just come to church Sunday morning, and you're like, oh, it feels good, and you go out and don't ever extend it, that's not really God's plan. It's not God's vision for what He's called us to. It's not where He's called us to be. And you'll hear these words probably throughout the year uh, more and more, but the idea about everyday encounters. What does it look like to have an everyday encounter? Not that I just encounter, but that I'm a person who's walking around helping other people to encounter the Holy Spirit in their lives. That's the way the world gets changed. And so I'm going to invite you into that this year as we kind of go down this road and kind of unpack that over the next uh, few messages, but also as we unpack it throughout the year to say, this isn't about just coming to church for a service. This is about truly experiencing God's presence, walking in it, and honestly, after the last year, we probably need that presence to fill us more often, more frequently than even maybe before, because it's pretty easy to get empty pretty fast if you've been out doing the stuff. And so, you come back, you get filled, you, re- you read, you send, sit down, you have your quiet time, you have time with the Lord. That's how we get filled, that's how we experience, and then we in turn extend what God's doing. So that we have everyday encounters, not just our own encounters, but the encounters of the people around us as well. I'm gonna ask you to pray with me, and then we're going to uh, take time. If you didn't get one of these little communion cups, you can raise your hand here in just a minute, and I'll have somebody pass some out. And we don't ask that you're a member, we just ask that you're on a journey of relationship with Jesus when we take this together. So I'm gonna go ahead and pray with us, uh, and the band will come up as well. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your goodness. Thank you that you love us, and thank you for your encouragement. In our lives every single day. Father, thank you that you come and you fill us over and over again, that you don't, um, that if we're dry, we run dry because of our own problem, not because of you. Thank you that you're faithful. And Father, now as we come together through a time of worship, through communion together, and through worshiping through song, Father, we just invite your presence to more fully fill us now. And Father, we pray that as we go from this place that uh, your presence would go with us. We know that you'd promise do that, and Lord, we count on that to happen. Thank you for your blessings, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Thanks for listening to the message today. To experience more powerful messages, go to VineyardLive.us or join our Vineyard Live Plus community to view conferences, trainings, and special teaching.